On the previous episode, I had the joy to share with you the language challenge of the week, which is German, and I exposed a little information about my language background. Today, as promised, I will share how do I structure my study program. Also, we will analyze four types of memory that we use when learning a language and how do we know which one is our dominant one. Hi, my name is Capriela Fernandez, a teacher, an interpreter, translator, and a language lover sharing her knowledge and passions. Welcome to a polypreneur's world. When we study languages, we work on four main skills, listening, speaking, reading, and writing. I'm sure you heard about that, right? Sometimes, though, we tend to perform better at some skills than others. And today, what I would like to share with you is which kind of memory do we use when we learn a certain skill? So when you're practicing listening or when you're practicing reading, which kind of memory are you using? And today we will also see how to spot your dominant type of memory. And once you know that, how to use that and perform better. The first type of memory is the visual memory. And visual memory is when we absorb information through what we see, uh, through images, colors, shapes, and then we organize all those informations in our mind and we give it a meaning. For example, if I pick this orange, right, and I see it, I look at it, I see a round shape and orange color object, right, fruit, I know I shall call it laranja, because that's how I learned to call this object in my native language. But maybe for you it's orange, orange, naranja, and many other names you can give to it according to the society that you were raised, right? But first you learn to recognize the image, the shape, the color that you receive, and then you apply meaning to it. Then, my friend, you and I, we went to school and we were taught to draw some forms, some shapes, and we call it letters, right? Those are also visual information. We absorb those forms, those shapes, and then we learn to associate these shapes, these letters, with things already existing in our reality and in our experience of life. So, in my case, I learned that when I aggregate the shapes of L-A-R-A-N-J-A, I have the word, the meaning, a shape, an image that I can associate with this object, this fruit that has a round shape, an orange color, and that in English we call orange. For an English speaker, he will learn that these shapes, these letters of O-R-A-N-G-E, is the one that he should associate with this fruit, all right? All that is in the scope of visual memory. The second type of memory 
is the echoic memory. It is to say the auditory memory. It's when we absorb information from our environment through the sounds that we hear. And we have many, several different types of sounds around us, right? But us, as human beings, we are also capable of producing sound. And at a certain point, we decided to um, attribute meaning to certain sounds, to aggregate sounds and to give meaning to it. Then we have language. In my society, I learned that if I combinate these sounds, la, ra, n, je, I will have a word, a combination of sounds, laranja. And society taught me that this word, this combination of sounds should be associated with an existing object in reality that is round and orange color, orange. And that's auditory memory, echoic memory. memory. Then we have motor memory. Motor memory is related to the movements that our body can make, like when we dance, for example. Um, so let's go back to school, right? We went to school and we learned to recognize shapes, to recognize these letters, and we learned to associate these shapes with existing objects in our reality, right? But we also learned how to make these shapes how to draw them. And the memory we use to do that is the mother memory, right? Remember when you were drawing the letter A over and over again until your hands, actually, when you're writing nowadays, you don't consciously think what to do, what movement to do, you just do it, right? It's because you already have the mother memory of writing. And finally, we have the emotional memory. It's when we absorb information around us along with an emotional charge. And basically, we tend to remember things when we are happy or when we are extremely excited. But also, it is very hard to forget things that we learned or absorbed in a very down moment when we were sad, stressed or traumatized. And now, let's put all this theory in practice. Number one, be aware that you have all types of memory and these memories that I'm stating are not the only memories, are just, they are just the main memories that we use when we're learning a language. Number two, you will have one or two, sometimes three dominant memories. What does that mean? It means that you tend to use a certain kind of memory to interact with the environment, to absorb information from an environment, than the other kind of memory. Like you use your, for example, if you're Dexter, you use your right hand to write rather than your left hand. It doesn't mean that you're not capable of using your left hand to write, it just means you never practice, you never use it that much, all right? Number four, your task is to identify your dominant memory. If you realize that you have more than one dominant memory, so the next step is to learn how to associate these two or three memory types and get the best of it. 
in the second part of this podcast, I will share with you how I self-discovered my main memory types. follow me on Instagram. Follow me. What are you doing? Go there at HiCapriella at H-I-C-A-P-R-I-E-L-L-A because there I can communicate with you and know who you are. By the way, thanks for passing by. And finally, I will share with you how I structure my week learning German. And according to this, I challenge you to tell me which are my main memory types. So on Sunday, I usually do some Duolingo exercises on the app. Then on Monday, I use my book, my course book of German, and I learn a lesson. Then on Tuesday, I write and I learn some vocabulary. On Wednesday, I learn a song and I try to sing it by heart. Thursday, I try to speak answer to any kind of question of daily life. Friday, I listen to a podcast. And finally, on Saturday, I do some dictate. I will share more about how I structure my program on further episodes. For now, I hope you have enjoyed and thank you for passing by. Music